Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Art, let's let's talk about Tiro first of all. Mm-hmm. What are they? How do they work? You know, they, it still fascinates me, but baffles me because uh, you know you you have the tarot reader like you. You mm-hmm. pull the cards uh, in most cases, like you will do for people next hour because they're physically not with you. You Correct. pull the cards. How does that work too? Well, you know, uh, it doesn't matter who pulls the cards, though. When I when I do a live reading, I usually have them pull the cards mm-hmm. only because they'll take more ownership of the reading that way. But right. it uh, it doesn't really matter, I've found, um, so long as there's uh, attention and uh, openness and uh, what I call beginner's mind, you know, basically having an empty mind and being very open to what arises, um, uh, something happens. It's, it's a shift in consciousness when we do divination. We kind of move out of our ordinary uh, rational mindset and move into a far more intuitive place. Uh, some call it vision logic. And the tarot procedure just tends to stimulate and uh, create that shift of awareness, and you begin to uh, think more intuitively, uh, more on a feeling level, and um, seeing um, sort becomes uh, starts to replace thinking. And thinking is a big problem, George. Why is that? Well, you mean when you try to analyze? Yeah, yeah, analyze because it's. Um, it's one, it has uh, a blind spot in it. Invariably, there's a blind spot in that we, um, we, we give our thoughts a certain kind of reality, and we all have this consensual agreement about the way things are, and we talk about it, and we think about it. But it's all really a construction. It's all kind of an agreed-upon way of thinking, and it's devoid of um, what I would call awareness. Um, there has to be a shift in consciousness to begin to uh, think more intuitively. Um, and I think our culture and our time right now is so overloaded with uh, thinking and sensation that uh, we really are suffering from a lack of feeling and intuition. And so a tool like the tarot kind of shifts that into a much more feeling, intuitive place. And that's kind of how it works. Well, they say, Art, when you're a good remote viewer, you also are not really supposed to think a lot. You're supposed to just open your mind and let things happen. And if you exactly. think, if you think, it doesn't work well. That's right. Well, you know, the Buddha, the Buddha said, 
thinking is the sickness of the mind. (laughs) And what he meant by that is what we think of as thinking, you know, discursive, rational analysis and rumination and... Uh, it's it's limiting. It keeps us on a very narrow band of awareness if we're just using, you know, our thoughts and logic and analysis. When we relax and we let images come to us and we trust our feelings more and our hunches, which is the hallmark of intuition, really, um, perception changes. And um, I think the experience is more satisfying in many ways. Are, are tarot cards primarily for looking into the future, or do they also tell us about the present? Um, well, I would argue that they can only tell us about the present. Aha. And the future is uh, always a part of the present. It's always happening now. The future is an idea. The future is a construction. But we can only perceive the future always, obviously, in the now. And so it kind of relativizes what we think of as past, present, future. It's all subjectively occurring in the moment. As as a psychologist, mm-hmm. does dabbling with tarot cards hurt you or help you in, in your career? Oh, very much helps. Um, and I, uh, um, I wouldn't say always, but I would say fairly frequently I will... Uh, take out um, tarot symbols at various times in psychotherapy, um, and uh, because they're they're such captivating images of psychological experience, we may be talking about uh, something, and I say, you know, there's a tarot card that actually really captures the complexity and the nuance of what you may what we're talking about right now. You want to take a look, and I'll just pull out the card, and it gives them. Uh, a marker uh, of a visual image of uh, a subjective experience that's very helpful for remembering and changing, etc. But I use it in a number of, of ways. I also do readings uh, carefully, and not for everyone, but at various times in the course of, of a psychotherapy, a person may be really ready to take a bigger or deeper look uh, my patients, um, who I've surveyed, um, when I asked them what is the, the difference in their experience of talk therapy with me versus when we do a tarot mm-hmm. uh, session, and they all say tarot shows the bigger picture. Really, they're they're not uh, afraid of it. No, not at all. Interesting take. Now, have you found some very strange, bizarre experiences by using the tarot card on patients? Mm. Or bad experiences? Not not that you would think. Um, Actually, um, quite to the contrary, uh, the tarot tends to confirm what we already deeply suspect. You know, and it says, you know, you'll say, yeah, that's right. You know, I knew that, but all of a sudden, magically, kind of randomly, all of a sudden, uh, tarot cards appear that totally... um, in a way, forward this kind of thought that we keep in the back of our minds, and we say, "Yeah, that's that's right." So, no, not not too much. Now, what's bizarre, George, is you know sometimes the you know the coincidence, so-called the synchronicity of 
certain cards appearing in certain positions are just so remarkable, mm-hmm. I mean, astounding, it's they fate. just kind of blow it's, people away. It's fate art. It is. It is. How many cards in a, in a uh, tarot deck? Well, in a, in a standard tarot, there's 78. In my deck, uh, Tarot of the Nine Paths, which I created, which is uh, a retuning of the tarot deck for what I believe is the 21st century, and it's actually a a deck of just the major cards, but I've added five new cards, which I, I can uh, think of as the um, archetypes of transformation. And um, so actually my deck only has 29 cards, but I've eliminated the minor arcana, which are like playing cards, which are the 56 in tarot, uh, minor cards, which are more derivative of the major cards. They're more everyday life sorts of uh, themes. And in uh, Tower of the Nine Paths, we're just dealing with a deep level. And, and so, uh, but traditionally, uh, there are 78 cards. And with these 78 cards, there's one in there called the death card. And we've your, talked about this before. Yeah, your favorite card. When you pull it, what does it mean? Yeah, all right. Yeah, like I've told you many times, George, it means you're going to die. No, you've never said that. <laughs> yes, it means you're going to die. Thanks, sir. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're all going to die. Um, it's just one of those basic uh, existential facts that all people at all times have to deal with, as are each and every one of the Trump cards, but I don't call them Trump cards anymore due to certain <laughs> political yes. events in the culture. I, I now call them keys or higher keys. Um, but, you know, it could be the devil. It, it could be, you know, the wheel of fortune. It, it could be the world card or mm-hmm. the magician. Um, we will experience all of these cards at various times uh, in our in our psychological experience, we may not call them by that name, but the kind of uh, constellation of experience that they represent, we all will share at various times. What's the most enlightening, amazing tarot card in the deck? Is there one? Oh, yes. Well, there are so many, but in my deck, it would be it's a card that's called the Great Web. The Great Web. What does it look like? Uh, <laughs> well, if you can visualize this, um, uh, no, my, you have to understand that my deck is a collage deck that's very symbolic. Um, so it actually has a, a picture of actually uh, hundreds, if not thousands of miniature objects that I have in my sample therapy shelves inside a kind of a, a round, uh, actually a, it looks like a, a mandala, a circle, and a spider web that is kind of covering the uh, outer uh, frame of, of, of the mandala, and that's how I portray it. But here's the thing. Um, It's like Joseph Campbell said with the uh, Hero with a Thousand Faces. Um, There are many, you know, basically we can uh, portray these archetypes in countless ways. Uh, 
there's no one correct picture um, because we're just talking about archetypal images, not the archetype itself. So uh, that's another aspect of the tarot that's fascinating because it opens up to all kinds of wonderful and, and engaging um, artwork of different artists um, working with the same basic tarot cards but expressing them and uh, illustrating them with their own kind of fix on it. So um, there are many different tarot decks, and, and but we're talking about one Really, there's only one tarot and many different interpretations of it. That's like winning the lottery, then, when you pull that card, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could say so. I think winning the lottery would be more like the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, okay. Or, or um, the Star card is another really great card. But the new cards that I brought into the tarot, one is called the River Another's called the ring. Uh, then there's the well. These have never appeared in tarot before. And what do they all mean? Okay, the the river means flow. All right. The the well means um, renewal. The um, the ring means um, wholeness. Um, then there's the dragon, and that means initiation. And the great web uh, means interbeing, which means interconnectedness, the sense that everything is interconnected with everything else. And, uh, That's so true, so too. My deck is a very easy deck to use because I have the key words at the bottom of the image. So, uh, you know, it's, it's right there in front of you. You've got the word and you've got the image, and then you have all the tarot tradition and, and the books that come with it, etc. So, uh, yeah, so that's what it's about. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.